Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the LXP podcast. The League of Extra Nerdy Parents are a group of moms and dads who try to find time for themselves, and when they do, they play with their kids' toys. My name is G-Man, I am your host, and with me as always are the other members of the League. Fonz. I wanted to get in there before Jake. Off. <laughs> this is a... This is a question. Freeform. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking over now. This is our re- this is our real parents roundtable episode. Every other week, as you know, we do a movie review, and and on the off weeks, we consider a parental parenting question that's usually focused around being a geek parent, and not usually always focused around being a geek parent. So we have an interesting question this week. But before we get to that, let's go around the table for the real parents roundtable role play. And da, 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 da. I wish we had music here. <laughs> this, this is if, a new segment. If we, if no, we this is what we, did we talked last about time. that. Yeah, we but I don't. <laughs> I wish so we had music for it. it. That way, when I do that, it leads. Oh, into you some lead off music. Well, um, I don't totally remember. So we need something like seventies game show. So what's everybody shares one thing that they did uh, oh, in terms of geek parenting? Oh, and yeah, I got, okay. I, can I know Hoff's got a good one on this, so I'm going to throw it to him first. So Hoff. So yeah, we we introduce our kids to. Well, I'm sorry. RuPaul. How do I want to phrase? <laughs> no. No. That's <laughs> not where I was going. No. Um, to Weird Al. Um, Get the so next step. we've, we've um, created a new generation of Weird Al fans. Yes. The, it was, uh, we went to a concert, a live concert with Weird Al. Um, so it, overall, it was a fantastic experience. I highly recommend you take your kids. The takeaway from it was... They constantly want to listen to him now. Um, cool. It, it's not a bad thing at all. Um, funny going in, though, it was a really neat experience. They didn't know what to expect. I kind of assumed they knew who Weird Al was. They didn't. Oh, that's cool. I just, it's so yeah. in, in my brain, like, oh, yeah, Weird Al. Everyone knows Weird Al, right? Uh, they didn't. So my daughter, um, the only thing we would do different is bring earplugs for them. It was loud. It was a very good concert. Um, daughter totally was into it, except for the loudness. My son, before the show, he was a little sick. And I was worried that he was going to, like, you know, barf and we'd have to go home and miss the show. And, and he was going to be a nightmare. We got down, like, all right, just, just see the start of the show. And then if you don't feel good, we'll, we'll leave. Um, he starts out the concert outside the... Uh, auditorium in the street with a camera following him and he's doing tacky oh, um, so great yeah <laughs> great song and uh so the kids know that song it, he started off with a lot of ones that they know like tacky's off um because uh, um happy right so they know that song from Groot and yeah uh, not Groot um <laughs> grew, grew grew yeah from grew. Despicable Me um so they knew that song, and now they're hearing the, the, the parody of it. And he's outside, and he's dressed real tacky, and it's hilarious. So he comes in, and he, he, they start to see his humor, because he's just walking and singing, and just randomly pushes an usher aside, like just <laughs> nails, you know, knocks him to the ground. And he's like, what? The? <laughs> it was really funny. And then he gets on stage, and he's you know, doing his thing. Um, within like two songs... I'm like, how you feeling? He's like, oh, I'm good now. I'm like, oh, that's so good. good. Like the humor, just he, he forgot about whatever he was feeling sick about. Um, so, you know, great. And he does all his songs. 
for the most part. And he does so many costume changes that in between he has to show clips. And it, it's crazy how many things he's been in from voice cartoons to his own little um, skits on YouTube or whatever. It's just like little five-minute segments. And they still quoted this today. Uh, to this day, they quote a bunch of his stuff. And it's... It, it, the takeaway from that has been so good. They, they remember it. They had a great experience. And I don't regret it at all. It was a lot of fun. And it was a weeknight, so it was kind of a stretch. But That's good to hear. Really I, I, good. I was wondering how that would come across to kids, younger kids, because Weird Al is really a product of, uh, of the, you know, video, the video age. Yeah. yeah, video age, where they could just take that video and just turn it into his. And, yep. uh, you know, it, he did... He did a lot, but I feel like in the ninety, the maybe two thousands, he started to kind of fade. But um, he's—I mean, we love him. I just want—it's yeah. good to see that he's doing shows that are gonna, like, really the younger kids are gonna like. He's still doing current songs too. I mean, I know. I it, word, tacky is great. Tacky word word crimes. Uh, word word crimes. crimes. Yeah, yeah. I, classic. I, I play that song, and the video is really funny. It really is. And I play it usually for my students, even at the college. I play it because it points he's out factual. a bunch of yeah he's right everything he says is right and he punch it points out a lot of the mistakes that students make on their writing um, really in a funny way I don't think they completely appreciate it but you know if it if it catches with them and maybe they remember a couple of lines maybe they'll not yeah make some silly mistakes that they normally would you know I think I think he's I've always been a fan of Weird Al so. Yeah, so that was that cool. was my geeky thing, just, and it's it's very geeky. Yeah, it is. It's cool. I think I think we got that one. Jay, what did you? Uh, what's on your agenda? Sure. Did I agenda? talk about the Ozobot last time? You did. Okay, yeah, then I'll skip that. I um, saw a commercial for that, by the way. I, I, oh, I got to get one of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. You can borrow ours if you want. Before if you don't want to spend the money. Um, I started reading Harry Potter to Hunter at night. Oh, that's it's pretty cool. cool. So we do that every night at bed at bedtime. We read a chapter or so, or half a chapter. Um, he hasn't seen the movies yet, so that's pretty cool. He's forming his own mental image of all of this stuff. Yeah, which is really really neat. And uh, he's always guessing what's going to happen, and he's always wrong. <laughs> <That's pretty> cool. <laughs> but um, I'm very excited to watch a movie with him. The first movie in the next few weeks. Right, you're gonna we finish the book. book. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna okay. finish the first book. And then uh, watch the first movie. That's awesome. And then we'll see. I don't know. I doubt we'll get through all the movies. I mean, he'll be 14 by the time we're done. <laughs> but um, that's, yeah, that's been fun. That's been a pretty cool thing that we started doing. That's cool, yeah. That, I like that. I, I'd like to do that, too. My son has a problem with reading books now that, that are, he sees are too long. Like, if he looks at it and he sees they're too long, he, he just, he's like, you know, he wants to do something. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I want to do The Hobbit next. Yeah, I think once once we get off Harry Potter, that was the one I I think will be the first chapter book I introduce to my son. You know, yeah. to to be yeah. to to read every night. A this chapter is the first one that we are going through because I try I've tried before, and he he w- wasn't able to. Um, it just didn't work. Maybe he, if I remember correctly, he wasn't really remembering what we read last time. Oh. So every time we sat down, it, we were starting from scratch, sort of. Tried with Harry Potter or tried with no, The Hobbit? No, tried before. I tried with, I tried with The Hobbit once, mm-hmm. but other books I've tried, and it just doesn't work. It, it didn't work, but this time he's at an age where he can handle the ongoing to-be-continued-every-night uh, kind of story instead of each thing being its own unique one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. 
I love that he, you're not showing him the movie, and he's 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 probably young enough where he hasn't really even seen the, you know, Harry Potter's everywhere. So it's it's, right. it's not just the movie. It's well, there, like there was a few year lull there. That's yeah, it's true. Going back because all the the new books. Oh out, right, right, the the uh, Mar- uh, Fantastic Creatures movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, and then the new books just came out too. Right. This past week. And that was it, wasn't it? The Fantastic Creatures. I don't where to find know it. what book just came out. I don't know. Oh. Actually, I think Yeah, it's I think you're different. right. Oh, it was like Cursed Child or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it is. Right? It it's, actually a, um, it's actually just a transcript of the play. So it's written as a play. We have a copy of it. Oh, yeah? The Cursed Child? Yeah, the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's like it was a play they put on. In England, and they released the script of it. Oh, just took it so and they published it, which presumably will end up being a movie at some point, probably after the this last franchise finishes okay. up. But I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna film it at some point. Yeah. But yeah, that we bought that, and uh, Heather has a copy of it. Actually, she gave it to me. It's in my classroom now for a student to borrow it. How about you, Fonz? What did you do with the boys? That's ah. Uh, let's see. So I um. I continue with the the scout thing. We did two things that are really kind of crazy. I took on the assistant uh, scout master position, and now I'm in wow. charge of a lot lot of stuff. And we absorbed another pack, so Ooh. now we have 40 kids in the pack. Wow! Nice. And we were awarded uh, the opportunity to do um, the lion a lion den, which is kindergartners, five year olds. I didn't even hear of that. Yeah, it's brand new. That was I thought it started wow. with wolves. It, uh, it starts with uh, yeah, it starts yeah, with wolves. No tigers. Tigers, sorry. But yeah. lions are the new ones, so kindergartners. Never heard. Okay. Yeah, so that's going to wow. add another group. So we got our pack is we huge. Kindergartners. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a mu- they meet once a month. It's like a, a hat and a t-shirt, and it's not a uniform, and they get stickers for awards instead of patches. Yeah, it must be just all. Yeah, I'm not teaching that one. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna enroll Alex? Is he gonna do it? I am enrolling my youngest. Yeah, Alex is gonna join. And uh it's been going good. But we had to do this year we shot off rockets. So yeah. every new scout got a rocket. So we had to uh kinda I science the out of that. So we didn't really know what we were doing. We all kind of slapped those together and yeah, shot you them off. Learn on the fly. But it was pretty cool. I mean the kids were like just blown away. Yeah. No pun intended by the by the rockets going, and it was it was great. Um, so that scouts has been a, a giant deal this year. Um, but one thing we did pull out, I know we talked about it into in the last podcast about New York Comic Con. I I picked up a book um, from Max Brailler called The Last Kids on Earth, and uh, oh oh yeah, I want to hear about yeah, this. It was it was good. Was it's it's, it's it. basically like Walking Dead slash uh, Walking Dead slash. Um, What's that? You gonna say Lord of the Flies? No, I was uh, gonna say who's the Goonies? the wimpy kid, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Sorry, oh, okay. Ah. Diary so it's kind of built the same way. So there's there's little drawings by the kid in there, and then it tells a whole story. But it's it's a monster apocalypse, not a zombie apocalypse. So these are monst- mm. giant monsters and zombies, and and the kids have to bond together to fight them, and it's pretty interesting. It's uh, and my son just ate it up. He That's just good. Loved it <laughs> because it was like step two from. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which he was rereading. I'm like, getting a little, you know, let's try some new books. Okay. And uh, he really loved it. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm reading it now, and it, it's pretty okay. fun. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Cool. Yeah, it talks a lot about, what, like... Who's uh, the author again? Uh, Max Brailler. Yeah, Brailler. Okay. Well, he deserves a 
Is there more than one edition volume? Is it? There's a second one, and I believe he's reading it at school called uh, "The Last Kids on Earth: The Zombie Parade," <laughs> and uh, it, it's pretty fun. I think Henry would be into that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we've been that's doing. Cool. Um, with Logan, I picked up um, at the con. I picked up the uh, Golden Books. You know those little Golden Books? Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, Hafi bought a couple for Rachel. I picked up. Um, they, we found a table. I think it was. What is it? The is it? What's the name of the publisher? I can't oh, it's the that. same publisher, I think. Oh, maybe not. Off the top of my head, but anyway. No, it was different. Um, <clears throat> I ended up uh, talking to them, and they had a whole bunch of these golden books, but they were all adaptations of the Star Wars films, um, all of them, including the newest one. So I bought four of them. I bought the original trilogy and the newest movie, this, the, the uh, Force Awakens, not Phantom Menace. Um, so you know, we've been reading those. I've been um, working on his math with him. Um, it's not particularly nerdy, I guess, but you know, we, he get his, his homework comes home, the work that he's doing in school and we, we take a look at it every night, um, just to make sure. And then we, I noticed that he was struggling with his math. He wasn't, and I know he knows his numbers and I know he knows how to count, but I think what it is, is he just doesn't pay attention. He moves very quickly. And when he does that, he makes mistakes, which is just common. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was like count the number of whatever on the page and then write the number here. Um, so what I did was instead of using pen and paper, I used, I used like objects like Legos, you know, count the number of Legos. And then I would say, well, if I take two away, how many are there? And, you know, so we were doing, you know, we were doing that. Um, and he, you know, when we did it that way, he, he got the answers to, the, I just emulated what was on the handout that he brought home and anything that he got wrong on that, he got right when we were doing it with the tangibles. So I feel like, you know, we need to spend more time doing that with him at the end of each day, you know, 15, 20 minutes of, you know, reading and writing and mathematics, um, a little bit of homework here. I mean, it's just in kindergarten, but I hate the idea that he's making these mistakes and I think it's because he's moving so quickly. Um, so I've been working with him on that. Um, as far as activities in the last week or so, I don't know, Heather and I are toying with when we're going to start bringing him with us to the cons, to the shows. Because you know we're still gonna you know we're still gonna keep doing them. Rhode Island is coming up very soon, um, or just happened, depending on when this podcast is uploaded. And uh, you know I'm thinking about taking him. I you know I want when I go to Chicago or Denver, Heather wants to make the trips with me because she wants to be able to go, and I want her to come. But you know leaving my son for a weekend is not an option right now, so we'd have to bring him too. So in order for that to be possible, he has to be comfortable in those shows. So. We're thinking about bringing him, in, and the question is when he's going to be ready um, to, to kind of when he'll be able to hang. He won't be overwhelmed. When he will be able, will be able to kind of control him in the show that size, and when we feel comfortable dragging him through a show that has thirty, forty, fifty, seventy thousand people at it. I, I don't think I'd ever bring him to New York, at least not until he's nearly my height, um, because it's just so crowded. You know, when we talked about that last week. For even Friday, when we went to the show on Friday, it was bad. It was like shoulder-to-shoulder people. So that's kind of what we what I've been doing with him in the past week, just working on his homework. Um, we, we've been watching the new season of, um, of Rebels. You yeah, guys been keeping here. up on yep. that? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't watched it yet. No, I, I, have I have. I'm, I'm up to date. It's yeah. really good. We have to watch it's the one Kenan, that was this Kenan's week. has got no sight in it. I love blind, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Great it's idea. It's just... I love everything. He got doing. blinded by was it was it one of the? It was uh, Mall. Mall, yeah. 
Well, I cut them right in his eyes, and yeah. So that that's and it's interesting where they're going with that. Yeah, the Ezra's character and everything. Yep. You know, he's kind of like this. He's got a tie-in, right? At some point, there's got to be a tie-in. Well, that's, that they're doing that's Rogue the Rogue One. That's and, the lure. That's what they're yeah. presumably. Yeah, yeah they, like even Rogue One's like well, they brought in Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn this season. Thrawn, and that interested me as a lover of the novels. Yeah, now which is not canon anymore. Right, but. Rebels, I believe, is canon, and so is the Clone Wars. Right. Now that they've brought him back, I'm glad because he was a really good character created by an author that was a very popular novel yeah. in, in the now uh, non-canon series. Yeah. But now he is, so now he's an actual character pre pre Episode Four. Right. Um, no, no sign of Ahsoka either. She disappeared at the right. finale of last season, and. After confronting Vader, her former master, right? It's very interesting. It's it. They've made like I said before between this series and Rebel uh, and um, and the Clone Wars, it really made me care a lot more about the prequels because yeah. it, it, it filled in a lot of holes. I think I probably I'm said glad this. you said that. Yeah. Fills in a lot of holes, backstory on, on characters that you see only briefly in the movies, um, and it really it really made that a lot of that make a lot more sense, especially the story of of Anakin. How's Logan like that, though? He loves it. He, he loves watching it. He knows all the characters. He he knows Star Wars really, really well. Oh, now, good. The prequels, not as much, although he has seen them multiple times. So he knows who Darth Vader is. He knows that he was Anakin. He know, I mean, he knows a ton about Star Wars. And they, he knows the names of ships and characters. They've got a good mix, especially in Rebels. They've got a good mix. Like with, because, you know, C-3PO and R2 were, were the comic foils. So they've got... Um, Chopper, right, and they've got the the they've got a good cast of characters. You know, they got the big, you know, strong man, the 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 Jedi Master. They've got a it's like D and D. They've yeah. got different categories of, of skills there, and each one they get into the backstories. Cool. I, it's, yeah. I think you know, I think it's very easy for kids to gravitate to. I mean, my daughter. And does. speaking of which, we've watched the Rogue One trailer about a billion times, especially yeah. the newest one, where it kind of really starts to flesh out the story of of what's going to be happening in this in this movie. You know, like I, I just again, and I love what that has done for the original fi- films. The idea that no one ever really considered there had to be some people involved in building this gun, this massive gun that can blow up a planet. So. This is going to address that. It's like, yeah. we have a guy. There's a guy. <laughs> There's a lot of talk. There's a yeah. speculation on uh, whether or not he actually built in the weakness. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a big question. Mm. Like, mm. if she's going to him to try to get some information that can help the rebels, who maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he built that failsafe in. You know, mm. it's like a one two by four could have protected it. <laughs> that's how it <laughs> like, you really have to, you really have to plan yeah. for I an exhaust. Some plywood over it or something. An exhaust port that leads directly to the core of this. Yeah, let's get gun, some clothes. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you gotta wonder if like, like the, the architects are like, "Are you sure we need this tube that leads from the outside <laughs> of the, the planet See, really no port, need, all the way to the thing that can blow it up?" <laughs> the stuff. Yeah, and it's a straight port, like <laughs> it yeah, goes yeah. straight no to the middle. Exactly, and some uh, railings for those guys. Yeah, <laughs> and it's probably. It's probably magnetically shielded to keep the bolts from careening <laughs> off the edges. Um, anyway, now we're getting too nerdy. Uh, okay, so the next the next question or the next uh, the next uh, topic is our geek parent topic of the week. And uh, if you listened to the end of our last episode, you heard a little bit of the explanation. Well, let me give it to you again in case you're tuning in for the first time. 
we talk a lot on this show. We've been doing it for over two years now. We talk a lot about what we can do as parents to make our kids' lives more robust, more educational, what activities we plan, how we, how we manage our time with them, things that we want to do with them, things that we are doing with them. Um, but it's, it's always about what we can do for our children. And this week, I wanted to bring up the topic because it came up um, know, a couple of times, I think, in the last couple of weeks. I, we've been talking about, in one of my college classes, technology is a means for disconnect. You know, the ability to constantly be connected means that you're often disconnected from real things around you because you're too busy dealing with social media and virtual things in your world. And one of the things that keeps coming up is how it affects parenting, how the fact that we all have cell phones and all that stuff to distract us it affects our ability to parent. So if we were at the park with our kid, we sit down on the bench and we start looking at our phone, are we being bad parents while our kids are playing in the playground? Um, and I think it came up here at, this, at some point in the last couple of uh, episodes where I, I asked the question, you know, when we were kids, I think I'm pretty sure we talked about this, our parents would just go out and come back when the, when the streetlights come on, you yeah. know, on a summer's day. So my mom or our parents had all day and into the evening to not have to worry about what we were doing and making sure that we were occupied by giving us activities or spending time or playing games or whatever, you know. I mean, that didn't make them bad parents. It was just the way it was when we were kids. You just got on your bike, you played with the neighborhood kids all day on a summer's day, and you came back in time for dinner. Then you went back out after dinner and you played until it got dark. But we don't do that anymore. It's unthought, unthinkable to send our, our 10-year-old or 5-year-old out into the world without supervision. I mean, it's just a different world that we live in, and whether or not it's more safe is debatable. But the fact of the matter is that's just, you know, if we sent our kids out into the world, we could potentially get into trouble. Some other parents see that our kids unattended or uh, whatever. Like, you know, there's a lot of uh, danger there. So we are forced as parents to be with our kids all the time, play dates instead of just go play with your friend and so we're always a part of their activities, of their, of their recreation. So the point is, when we get on our phones and we're sitting there and looking down at our phones, is it that we're being bad or is this just 10 minutes we have to finally check our email or to look at social media, even if it means we're not doing anything particular? Um, so the question I'm going to ask after that very long and probably too long introduction is, when we do carve out time for ourselves, first of all, how do you do it? How do you, as, as a parent, find time for yourself so that you can do the things that you love, um, nerdy or otherwise? And when you do get that time, what is the priority? Let's put aside responsibility as far as this is concerned, like yard work or whatever, house, you know, things around the house that you get, you know, errands and all that. When you find time that's actually yours to do what you want to do, what do you do with it? So two-part question. How do you find the time and what do you do when you have it? So who wants to start us off here? I'll start. All right, fun. There's so very little of it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I just I have very little time. So a lot of it is wrapped into into trying to do those nerdy things or geeky things that I want to do with my kids and the ones that aren't that are a little too time consuming or might be boring for them. I try to I try to dull down, kind of bring it down to the point where it's it's like okay, this this is a little more um this is a little easier for them to understand. For instance, like I try to keep, uh, I guess that, that's not the question. I was going to say how we, I kind of play like a and d thing with my kids, but I don't yeah, have Yeah, you're role. involving with them. I, I've been doing the same thing in my head. I'm like, well, I'm doing this, but that's with them. He's, right, he's, right. The question okay, is. Okay, so without them. Without them. 
So uh, the times I have without them are when they're occupied by uh, their friends. So th- when they're occupied by their friends, I, uh, I'll try to play uh, games on my phone. Or, you, do, uh, you do slice out time to play D&D. I do, yeah. So we, that's, that's I guess one. that's true. When Slicing out time is a crucial part. I think that's yeah. more because the vein of what we're it's, talking. It's not even like the the um, having to get the making the kids uh, finding time where they're busy to do something is one thing, but I think the more important thing is um, coordinating with your significant other if you have one that's help you know whoever's helping you raise the the kids to make sure come to understanding with them that you each need your own alone time to do yeah. things that you're interested in, especially if you're not both interested in the same thing all the time. Right. And I think it's true. that's huge. I mean, the fact that we schedule these nights to get together that's helps us one. quite a bit. Yeah. That's, that's um, big. And yep. the D and D nights are great. And, um, I know you've been, you, you Jay, has been, uh, DMing online and on roll 20. And it's been it's been great to be able to do that because you don't have to travel anywhere. You can mm-hmm. just kind of pop on. Right, your computer. that's a great example of slicing out time. Like, yeah, I can't leave. I, you don't have to leave the house. Right, you could set the kids up with a book or a or video bed. game <laughs> or bed. <laughs> yeah. Bed, yeah, bed is, yeah. Is, is key. Punish them for no reason. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All the doors have locked. I get on them punished now. every Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird. Like clockwork, right? <laughs> but I think it, that's important. You're right, it, it, and you have to kind of talk as a couple, or if you're a single parent, you just have to find that time where single parent is tough. Yeah, single parent's tough, but you know, you have um, after hours when the kids go to bed, or you have uh, we sometimes even online? early mornings. Like we'll get up yeah. almost before the kids, and we'll just I we'll get sit up down this morning. And yeah. Finished the movie that I had that I was like in the middle of, and uh, browsed online mm-hmm. and got up and made myself breakfast. Nice. And I uh, I loved the few, I had two the hours best. before and anyone that, got up this morning and it was amazing. In the vein of the other quiz, that's where technology is our friend. Yes. We can do this without leaving the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God forbid they fall down and scream. You're you're there in a heartbeat. All right. Right. You True. Know, hopefully they don't. And we haven't done it in a while, but uh, playing. Uh, when we were playing Battlefront online together, right. we didn't have we if we had a half hour, we could do before bed. We could all right. jump on and play for a half hour. That will definitely help technology. That kind of stuff. Online stuff. Yeah. Definitely. You know what else helps with me a lot is um, I don't I find myself with the things I'm interested in. I find myself waiting for other people to find out what's good or not, and then so so with a lot of my interests, I'm not staying on the cutting edge of them, and just treating it like a fire hose and reading every new thing that comes out. Oh. I'm waiting for other people to determine what's good and what's not. I'm not going to movies on release night as often. I find. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to come out. And if after two weeks, people that I've, that have, that have been correct in, yeah. in the past, you know, sure. I follow them and, I, and I'll go see a movie if it, if it has good reviews from the people that I trust and I'll skip it if it doesn't and ditto for books and movie rentals and stuff and like games, that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard to, to just look at everything when it, with any particular topic. Yeah. And then, well, to yeah. your point that you don't want to take a risk on something and then waste right. three yeah, it's, you know, hours of your day watching a two hours of your sure. day. <laughs> Especially since you might only get one or two opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Week yeah. To, to yeah, sit you for make sure two hours. You want to make sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. And you guys did that all with game. I mean, movies this past summer. 
Yeah, we have we had you know Suicide Squad and so I really yeah, wanted it was a to bad see it, summer. but everyone was like, "Don't bother, wait till." Yeah, it was a bad you know summer I mean? for so movies. So you kind of you kind of wait on that. Where I, in the I past did. I would yeah. have been like, "Oh no, I'm gonna go." Of course, yeah. I'm gonna go. I, I missed out on a few because of that. Yeah, well, I tend to agree with you guys in terms of finding time. Um, fortunately, you know, my wife and I are pretty supportive of one another. We're both very busy. She works a lot of jobs. I work three different jobs. She's Jamaican, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got three jobs? <laughs> no, not really. Um, two and a half, really. But, um, but you know, my, my full-time job as an educator, I have to, a lot of grading to do. Like, I spend a lot of time this weekend, and after we finish up here, I got to go home. And after I put my son down, I got five more term papers to read for my college class. So, you know, it, it doesn't end because my, my office hours end. I come home, and, you know, I've got, I've got work that I have piled up to stay caught up on. So, you know, even when I put the kids, you know, the kid to bed, it doesn't mean like, hey, I got two hours to myself. I don't. I have two hours to fit in everything I have to do for the next day. And then maybe right. I'll, I'll have a little bit of time. But on those days where, you know, I do get to leave the house, which is not always the best for what I like to do. Like, I like to just get on the TV and watch some Netflix if I'm if I if I have some time to myself. But we have one television. So, you know, Heather also has stuff she wants to watch and. Um, so we have to share and then sometimes I'm on my iPad watching it. I don't always like just, I don't like leaving the house. That's never a problem. If I want to go out, go somewhere and grade for a couple of hours, I can do it because my wife will usually have to put this, my son down. It's like, you know, one of us can go somewhere and work as long as someone's still in the house. But when I want to like play D and D with these guys or leave and go play with the other group that we play with, um, that we actually play in, you know, face to face at a table, um, I have to know that I, I won't be disturbed for that time, you know, because if I, you know, if I'm at home playing, that's I have to problem. get up and go deal with a kid in the other room. Suddenly mm -hmm. I'm holding the game up. So that's not, it's also not as easy to do that. So, I mean, I think if you're lucky to have a partner in parenting that support, you're supportive of one another, you can find time. And then it's a matter of allowing yourself to not do something off that huge long list that we carry with us in our minds all the time as parents and just say, look, I know I've got all this stuff I got to get done, but you know what? I'm not going to do any of it for the next two hours. This is just for me. And then if I'm lucky, I can actually get some enjoyment out of it. Not yeah. that being with my kid, and I'm sure you guys all feel the same way, being with our children is enjoyable. It is part mm -hmm. of what makes our lives great. It's not always 90, enjoyable. Yeah, you know, 70 percent of the time <laughs> you know you have those tantrums and those difficult sure. days yeah but i mean ultimately you know when we when i do something for my son even though it's for him i like it too usually uh, at least i can tolerate it but um but once we have the time so once you've got the time and you may have started to touch on this your time for you only for you no kids you can do whatever you want and it doesn't have to be something you need to do what do you? What would you ideally, and how? What do you ideally do in those cases? Hmm. Well, recently, I've TV and movies have kind of taken a back burner because they just take too long, right? And too much time. I, I find I, I'm not watching any shows right now. Uh, like I wanted to watch Westworld, yeah, but but I great. I was like I said to myself I'm just gonna have to wait until I have more time. Um, for me, it's been reading and preparing for. D&D &D stuff um, because that's a whole new thing for me. I never, I never played before. So I've been doing a lot of reading on that. And what's really, what's really great about reading when there's a particular as a medium is that it's getting interrupted isn't as big a deal. 
Right. Right. Like you can sit and do it for 20 minutes while something's going on. I pretty much do Kindle only stuff now for the most part. So that's great because it's on my phone. It's on my laptop. If I'm on the train, I can read on it. If I'm at a birthday party, I mean, I wouldn't do that, I guess, because other people around. <laughs> if I'm at soccer practice waiting for that to finish, I can whip up my phone and it's there. Yeah. Right. So I can find these little times to do it, which is pretty cool. Um, that's what I've been up to. Recently. Audible's pretty good for that. I don't know if you have yeah. an Audible. Yeah, and I've been listening to audiobooks too. So that's yeah. even better because you can yeah. be at a, at, a, at a practice and like be watching the game. You can pop up and still be listening to the book. I, <laughs> yeah. I do that all the time and I, uh, I love Audible. And I know there's a couple other. I think Apple has one now and everyone mm-hmm. has one now, I think. Yeah. Where they'll, where they'll speak to you, talk, read you the book. Um, but you're right. I mean, without having those little those little moments of time you kind of have to package in and be ready for that kind of like breath of like oh i get (laughs) i get a few minutes this is great so you have to have that stuff ready that's that's the weird stuff and you know i would uh, you talk about D &D and and uh reading up on it it wasn't recent but when my my 10 year old was like two or three i started wanting to explore that world again so i would carry those books with me they'd be in the like diaper bag so like I'd be like, oh, he's, he's taking a nap, and I'd actually like drive with him in the car, park at a park, and just flip through the book or read a book or you know stuff like that. Is those those little times? Um, now it's a lot harder. I have two boys, and they're you know when one's occupied with something, the other one's running around, so it's it's tough. So night and early morning, like you said, Jay, is early mornings are great. So if you guys yeah. are can become early morning people, man, you get up at five, forget That's it. That's true. You get an hour and a half, two hours of just like whatever you want, big <laughs> cup of coffee and have fun. Yeah. That's, that's it's yeah, you got to form your habits around that. That's tough when you're working full time and doing all the other stuff. Kind of want to catch as much sleep as you want. But I, I've heard that before. Yeah. Um, probably reading articles in, yeah. in downtimes. Like you said, you know, you take them to a playground. You got to be there now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you can't, can't just, just send them to a playground and not... I mean, some people do it. At, at 10, so, it's all yeah, right. It, you can kind of... Probably that, that you feel safer than, than probably where we're at right now. But, um, but I mean, I, I don't feel that guilty in getting on the phone and flipping yeah. through Flipbook and you know, reading uh, some articles. You still do. I love Flipbook. It's great. I mean, yeah. I, I go to that all the time. It's my go-to, like, all right, I got to kill, you know, 15 minutes. Let's see what's new. And my own personal magazine. I love. Yeah, and it's all customized. It's like all stuff you're interested in. And it's educational. Yeah. So you're, you're actually learning some things while you're in your downtime. Right. Whether you retain it or not, hey, that's another argument. <laughs> exactly. For, you know, the, too much information, whether you retain it. That's, that's who knows. But, I mean, I think I do. It's interesting. Yeah. You check Facebook. You do this, that, the other thing. It's, I mean, I think it's fine. I don't think it's any, there's any problem with that. Um, and you have to do that. I mean, it, the, the days of a cheap babysitter are out oh, the yeah, window. kind of gone. I don't know. If you can find a family member, you, you hold on to that for dear life because <laughs> it's hard. You know, you, we, we try to get out to concerts and stuff as adults and have a few drinks and have fun. And that's, that's like a real split from the kids you're not yeah. in the house with them you're back to your 20s going to a show and it's hard because you know you got a sitter sitting at home soaking up your money watching tv <laughs> right and 
you got to be home by 11, you know? It's yeah. Like, oh, this sucks. That's a good gig for a sitter, man. Oh, my God. It's so you good. You get like an hour of entertainment, entertaining the kids, and then they're in bed. Yeah, and then you put them to bed, and my kids are great at buckling. And in you bed. just watch the clock. Just watch TV. <laughs> Enjoy the cable. Get on my Wi Fi. Right, right. Exactly. I uh, shut off my Wi Fi when I. That's did. a good. Yeah, no. you should. <laughs> yeah, they can use their data plan. That's right. <laughs> you pay me for the data plan. Yeah. It's $2.99 yeah. an hour. <laughs> the. Uh, for me, when I get the time, there's two things that I like to do. One is I, I like to play video games, which usually happens after my wife is in bed at night. Um, and only on the weekends during the school year, I'm just too tired. And it stimulates me too much when I play at night because then it's hard for me to sleep because it's like, you know, it's all this action and activity. So on the weekends, that's what I'll do. If Logan goes down, my wife goes to bed. She usually goes to bed fairly early. I'll play for a couple hours, whatever game I'm playing at the moment. It's still Battlefront. Um, it's a little bit of doom here and there, and Fallout is still on the on the dock. I got to get a point. copy of Fallout. Um, I still, yeah, I still play it from time to time when I'm looking for something that's a you know a little more time consuming. You know, game with like Battlefront, you could play like for half an hour. And right. Like, All right, I did three games. I'm done. The other thing that I like to do is you know back yeah. back in the spring, there's a comic book store, local comic book store down in south south part of the state that. They have every couple of years. They have a big sale on graphic novels. They are um, trade paperbacks, usually collected editions of different books. And what happens is they they buy up these old books from like bookstores and they buy them for pennies on the dollar. And then they blow them. You know, they sell them at shows and stuff. You usually go to a comic con. You usually see you know five for ten dollars or whatever graphic novels or three for ten or whatever. But what they do is when their, their warehouse gets full, they, they, they rent the storefront next door and they do a huge, massive sale where they're like three bucks a piece. If you wait till the end of it, they're $1.50 a piece. I bought about $50 worth of graphic novels at $1.50 a piece. I bought like 35 or 40 trades. And I, I put them in, a, they gave me a short box to put them in. So I have all these books. And this was a late spring. So I'm like, oh, all summer I'll read these. Of course, you, know, you never really have the time with kids to, to spend as much reading as you want. But then since then, I've been to four shows, Denver, Colorado Springs, Hartford, and New York Comic Con. And every show, I've come back with a bunch of books that I either get through my connections as a teacher in the shows or I buy them. So now I've got a huge stack of graphic novels, um, a, a full short box, and about 15 or 18 graphic novels stacked up on top of it. That I'm reading. So when I get some time, I'll grab a couple of those and I'll pour through those. Um, one of my goal is to take, you know, the ones that are the ones that I got cheap and put those in my classroom library to loan out to students. But I want to read them first. I don't want to take them to the classroom and have them disappear and never return until I've had a chance to read them. So if it's not video games, it's graphic novel reading. So that's what I do with my time. Did everybody have a chance to? I think so. To yeah. Talk about what they do. Yep. Everybody did. Yeah. So when we can find the time. Um, you know, this is how we use the time. I, I agree with how off too. Like I like, I like the uh, sitter, go out with my friends. You know, the, those of us that were friends before we had kids. <laughs> right. And uh, we used to have a social life. You know, hanging out, going to bars and I concerts that. and movies and all that stuff. And then after we had kids, that changed. <laughs> of course, it's still there. I mean, yeah. you still get to get out there. Yeah, that's, that's it's, it's usually not as often as couples. It's getting that's three true. couples together on the same night. Very all three hard couples, to do. yeah, getting sitters on the same weekend. Um, and all three couples being able to, to, to free up a night 
at the same time with all the commitments we have as adults and as parents. So um, I enjoy it. We, you know, we unfortunately are, are uh, looks like our Led Zeppelin cover band, they yeah. canceled the ah, show. That's too bad. Yeah, we, I think we talked about it on the show, we'd done it twice before, two years in a row. We'd go see this local, they're not really local, I think they're actually a national, they tour, and it's a Led Zeppelin cover band, and the, the Hoff and Fonz and I and our wives usually get sitters, we go, we have dinner, go out to dinner, and we see the show. We were all set to go again. I went to go buy the tickets, and they said they were canceled. So oh, they'll play somewhere else. Yeah. I think we'll get it. I think yeah, they, keep they an play eye at out. Mohegan Sun or something. Yeah, like we'll keep an eye out for that. But anyway, so that's I think answers that question. So the last um, last question I have for everybody is: Is there anything specific? One thing specific each of you want to share that you did or saw with your kids this week? Did you see a movie? Did you watch a show? Did you? We talked a little bit about. Um, you know, our activities and geek parenting stuff, but anything just fun that you did? It isn't something that necessarily is educational or... Something fun. I think, uh, what did we do? We, uh, we went to uh, his... Uh, I went to my son's school for their... Hall- well, it's, it, I keep calling it a Halloween thing, but it's not. It's, it's their Harvest Fest. And you were there. You came. Yeah, yep, we came as well. Is it Harvest Fest? I, was, I think it was it like Harvest Fest, yeah. Harvest Fest. I got it right, finally, for the first time. Um, yeah, and it was great. They had... Uh, it was absolute mayhem for us, but but uh, absolute fun for them. They went on the hayride. They did the, <laughs> they did trunk or treat where they opened up a bunch of uh, SUV backs, decorated them, and then that? you could. Ours is coming up. Yeah, it was fun. It's a, it's a good time, and uh, and this is the first time we let him. They have it every year. It's the first time we just kind of said, "See you later," and they just he just ran yeah. through the school, <laughs> and just kids and big flocks of children just running yeah, by. Yeah, it's weird because you, you, you like completely lose them. Yeah, and then my five-year-old was like, oh, that kid's in my school. And he started doing it. But I had to chase him, yeah, on him around. It was crazy. And um, he had a lot of fun. I mean, it was really great to see kind of that next level coming where it just like groups of kids now running. Uh, mm-hmm. Very neat. So that's what we did. I, I mean, I kind of covered, it was a few weeks back, but I kind of covered the uh, Weird Al. Kind of Weird Al, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a good family experience. That, um, I can't wait to do that. Next time he comes around, I'm yeah, definitely going. It, it was good. Um, geez, I mean, other than that, I I, I don't know. Um, you know, we're watching Rebels together. We're watching other shows together. The, the usual. It's it's. I, I look forward to those. Yeah, drawing a blank, but I I think I covered with okay the, with the show. Jay, got anything yeah, new? Yeah, being a being one parent down, I've been swamped. It's been mostly routine stuff with the kids, unfortunately, past few yeah. weeks. But uh, we went to Corn Maze, did that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to do that this cool. year. And uh, you know what they did, though, which was pretty neat? They, um, they had a bunch of different scavenger hunts and trivia games Nice. as you were going through the Corn Maze. So that was pretty cool. Like, you could pick, you could pick out three different types of, of game themes for, for uh, games as you were going through the maze and at each junction there would be a like a trivia question uh depending on which theme you were on so one was like movies yeah. one was agriculture or something else i think the others was was music and like pop culture stuff so that was pretty neat but uh no i don't we've taken a break from watching things together i think just for <laughs> a few weeks we'll get back to it but he you know one movie he did request for us to rent so we could watch it was um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Oh. Which is pretty interesting. That That'd came be kind out of nowhere fun to do. and he asked to see it. So. 
I don't know if we did I that I don't one. think we did that one. Hmm. Yeah, we'll do it for Christmas time then. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it in time for Halloween. But um, one thing that I did um, whoops, with my son that's not already mentioned is he's still loving Minecraft. Like, I mean, he is rabid for it. When he gets out of school, he wants to play. And, you know, we, we use it as a bargaining chip to do homework and eat his dinner and go to bed. So we've been regulating it pretty well. We use an egg timer to determine how long he has to play. But he loves, he's gotten into now playing, like, the, the battle against other kids, something that um, your son introduced Hunger him to. Hunger Games? Yeah it's, yeah, it's a combat game. It's like they call it Hunger Games because it's kind of like that. And, you rush and try to get weapons <coughs> out of chests, and then you have right. to chase each other around. And he's really gotten into that. He's learning how to lose. It's frustrating for him. Sometimes he gets kicked out of a game, you know, whatever. Kids are kids, and you can't control that. He gets upset. You just jump into a new one. Um, but he's learning. He's learning how to get He's winning every once in a while. Not very often, but once in a while. He gets very excited about it. And it's not now I've gotten to play it with him. Like, he'll hand me the controller. We go every other time. It's your turn, Daddy. So I'll play and I'll get killed usually right away. Um, but you know we share it and I watch him and I, I talk about we walk talk about you know strategies and tell him how to do you know give him suggestions on what to do and which weapon to be using and stuff. And I still find it amazing that he knows what everything is even though he can't read. Like he knows what every object is. And there's the tiniest little yeah the yeah tiny you can't difference really... between this egg and that egg and what it's monster crazy. it's going to spawn. And he knows without having to. Not being able to really read. You can read a little, but not much. So we've been doing a lot of that. That's uh, kind of what I've been doing with him, nerdy-wise. But Okay. Cool. So that, I think, wraps up this episode. Um, yeah, that wraps up this episode of League of Extra Nerdy Parents. Uh, tune in next time where we'll be back. Excuse me. We'll be back to uh, movie review, our classic movie review. The next one I believe we agreed upon, um, which is not on here, but... It actually is on here if you look up at the top of your second page. The next film in the 1971 film, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that one. Kind of been, um, it's kind of been one that we've had on the list for a while, but in the, I know he, it was a while back that he passed away, the wonderful and amazing Gene Wilder. So we'll do our little very late tribute to him by reviewing his movie. This is not the Johnny Depp version. This is the original uh, <laughs> version that uh, is not as close to the book as the Johnny Depp version, but has become a part of the, the common consciousness of this country in terms of just being a classic film that airs every year and everybody's familiar with it and sometimes are terrified by it. So we're going to check that movie out next time. So if you want to follow along with us, make sure you watch it with your kids or you can wait till we do to tell you whether or not you should. Um, so until then, uh, just remember, you can follow us on Twitter at, at LXP online, uh, online LXP at gmail.com is the email address. LXPonline.com is the website and we are available on Facebook as well. League of Extraordinary Parents on Facebook. So be sure to check us out. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you. So post on our Facebook page, tell us what you think of the show and please share everything you know about us with other parents in your world. So, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. This is G-Man saying good night. It's J.E. Thanks for listening. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Just make sure you carve out some time for yourself just after you're carving those turkeys for Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.